Hey, JJ here with The Art of Value. So today it's part two of a summary of a, a Seth Klarman, legendary value investor Seth Klarman, an interview with him that he did with Harvard not long ago. And so I'm going to keep this video to under 10 minutes so I can post it on platforms like LinkedIn. I did that yesterday and some other ones that restrict 10 minutes. And of course, if you're on Twitter, it's, it's two minutes. So click the link in the tweet to see the full episode. Okay, let's get into it. So Seth Klarman was talking yesterday in this video about video investing is about getting rich slowly about the halfway mark. And he says, we, uh, the question was, we now have several generations who have been, who have never seen downsides in markets, which is true. It's been quite a while. And he says, on compounding, we all know Warren Buffett is a legend and has made a hundred, over a hundred billion dollars from investing alone and no, when else has come close, but his net worth at 65 was only 3 billion. Today at age 90, it's 130 billion. And he's given a bundle away as well. The point is, Buffett never tried to make, make the most money. That is, he never tried to get rich quick. He tried to get rich slow. I feel like that's what value investing is. It's a philosophy that stays away from the hot, trashy, trendy investments and focuses on never losing big so long-term compounding long-term growth there's a there's a thing going on in academia he says unfortunately it's the idea that you need to take more risk for more return risk isn't just volatility of the business risk also has to do with what you pay and so yeah i learned this at Colum through columbia business school that Intellectual home value investing as well, as he said much the same thing, even though he went to Harvard, which is why he's talking to, uh, having an interview with Harvard, he went there to the business school. I'm of the view that every stock has a potential buy at one price, a hold at one price, and a sell at another price, when, which means the risk is related to what you pay, not just what you buy. It's a very important distinction. People don't say they aren't taking enough risk at the bottom, only near the top. Not long before it turns, just in time to get really whacked by the market. So people are pretty uh, bullish near the top of the market and very bearish at the bottom. People focus too much on return to the exclusion of risk. Warren Buffett is a super in the Super Investor article, which I talked about yesterday in the video. Go and see that if you want to talk about that. The super, he wrote an article called the Super Investors of Graham and Doddsville. He mused in that article, why don't people do this if it's so easy? You're talking about value investing, buying a dollar for 50 cents, so buying the 50 cents, it goes up to a dollar, so buying an underpriced asset. Uh, you can tell people about value investing, buying a dollar for 50 cents, but a lot of people just shrug and don't get it. They don't have the patience. They don't understand long-term thinking. There's some... There's something about people not being wired to get rich slow. It's just, it doesn't seem obvious. It either takes or it doesn't. I'm just wired that way, he said. It may be genetic. Interesting theory. Investing is getting harder because of the amount of innovation now, he says, compared to Ben Graham's day, uh, which was a long time ago. More There's more tech disruption now. It's a great time for that. Investors have had to raise their game over the past couple of decades. I know I have, and I'm not alone. Um, and I'm not done. Not, not, not alone and not done. 
it has been a great time to be knowledgeable about tech. Yeah, that's for sure. To the tech investor, Amazon looked to the value investor. Amazon looked hopelessly risky for a long time. He said, "I didn't figure it out 20 years ago, but I did five years ago." So that's that's all an investor can do: be intellectually honest and self-critical. Keep trying to get better. Study, read, and admit mistakes. Uh, he talks about a book that he read by Daniel Kahneman, in uh, which is his favorite author, in a book called Thinking Slow and Fast. Thinking Fast and Slow, which seems to be his favorite book, but it's not really about investing. He said he wrote a book called Noise, but the other one's better. And the important thing was that he said investors should always be thinking about their own thinking, thinking about their own thinking. Where should um, we should be aware of our own biases, trying to be aware of them all the time. And uh, he talked. So he was asked about the culture within the Balfour's Group. His his uh, company, his, which has farm investment funds, he says our our environment is like a library, not a boiler room like you'd see in the movies, which is interesting because you do see like trading rooms, investors trading, like uh, there could be currency traders or whatever, but there's more like a library where they study and research. And he said there will be a day where everything you buy goes down and uh, down even more. As a value investor, if we buy something and it goes down, we look at it and we check and recheck our, our, our research and work and analysis. If nothing's different, you should you should like it more. It's a bargain. It's on sale. You should stock up. And uh, he was asked about the U.S. debt. He said, "We have. Uh, will the Fed have the guts to keep raising rates into a slow slowing economy, which which seems to be happening now? My guess is they will chicken out at some point." And he says, I think the Fed doesn't know what it's doing in a deep way. And we are in a giant financial experiment. We are at the mercy of that experiment that is now in the process of going wrong. So God help us. Well, that's pretty pessimistic about what's going on. So we're nearly at the end here, which is good uh, for not running too long. So he says uh, about it was asked about his the Balpost portfolio holdings, which you can look up, and I looked it up in the in the video yesterday. Um, he says we're bottom investors, but um, below the he says the below the big names in the indices, there's a lot of stocks that have a reasonable valuation right now. We tend to, this was back in March, by the way. We tend to it's gone 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 down a lot since then. We tend to buy relatively high quality companies maybe trading at 11, 12, 13 times earnings or cash flow, depending on depends on the metric they look at there. We, uh, with some solid high single-digit growth, lightly levered balance sheets, they'll buy stock, uh, they'll buy specs. The companies, they'll, they'll look at companies that'll be buying back stock when, it, when the stock prices are, are at reasonable prices, so they're adding value per share. And so the man and the management is good quality and a good reputation, not taking advantage of shareholders. All right, so that's it. And if you're watching on video on Spotify or YouTube, you or actually LinkedIn and uh, other short form platforms, you you'll see the margin of safety book that Seth Klarman wrote, which is kind of a it's a it's become a classic. And it was in uh, if if you look on like eBay or something like that, it's really expensive, like eight nine hundred. US dollars a copy or so, maybe more, because it was a small, I think it's out of print, but it can be found by other means, of course, and I've read it, it's a good book. 
All right, so that's it for now. If uh, Please like and subscribe if you found any value in this on your favorite video and audio platforms. And join me on Twitter at The Art of Value. Okay, thanks.